Hey girls, I'm Ashley Thomas. I'm a ministry leader and Christian transformation and breakthrough coach. And I welcome you to the Jesus and My Girls podcast. So my day-to-day life consists of being wife, mom and daughter, and running my kingdom business or somewhere serving any way that I can. I manage, nurture, and operate all of these areas with my Bible in one hand and a hot mocha in the other. Yes, Jesus and coffee, two of my favorite. But what brings my heart the most joy is sharing my testimony and relationship with God with other women and helping them to break free from their past and walk in their purpose and to ensure them that sis, it's okay to talk about it. So this podcast was created to remind you of who you are and whose you are and help you to evolve in areas uh, such as kingdom mindset, divine relationships, marriage, and motherhood. Throughout this podcast, you will find episodes that are full of breakthrough, testimony, and biblical truth. So if you want real Jesus, real faith, and real life, then girl, this is the place to be. So get ready to realign your life and take back your freedom with the Word of God. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Um, We are back here again today, and I hope you all had a marvelous, marvelous month. Um, Last month, I hope you enjoyed our first episode. I know I did. Um, I enjoyed recording it. I just want to go ahead and uh, jump right in, actually. So, I do not know if you all have seen it yet, (laughs) but I have cut all my curly hair off into a pixie style cut. Now, this is something that has actually been on my mind for quite a while now, Um, but just fear of change has kept me from actually who taking that step to just make the actual cut you know I've trimmed and trimmed and but as far as just making that that just drastic change that actual chop off so to speak I've not done that until just recently um and I love it you know um and yes believe it or not we are going to talk about hair today um but there there's a reason for it I promise there is a point um so you know um I love it I love my new haircut it is um so much easier to manage so much easier to style and deal with it's so much lighter I may have chose the wrong season (laughs) to cut my hair um, just because I now have to make sure that I have a scarf and a hat on and everything because it is quite cold right now but other than that yes I absolutely love it and it's much much healthier so uh, lately I've actually gotten a few questions as to you know why I cut my curly locks because I'd been growing my hair and using the curly girl method and just really nurturing and growing and paying special attention to my curls and my curl pattern and just learning so much about my curly hair um and it had actually gotten past my shoulder and not quite down the middle of my back but past my shoulder um 
And so, yeah, but, but I, there, there was some, um, some definite reasons for that, that drastic cut, but, but, um, let's go ahead and get started. So we've all heard that if we want healthy, luxurious, strong locks, so to speak, excuse me, to keep our dead ends trimmed, right? And, you know, I've actually heard this and known this for a very long time, but let's just be honest. I've never been one to be consistent with it. You know, getting my trims every few weeks as I should. Never have I been consistent with it. Well, I was sick around August of 2021. And soon after recovering, my hair had been breaking and coming out really bad in very large amounts. You know, and and I'd heard of this happening before. So as soon as I noticed this, you know, was actually taking place in my case, I started to research a little bit more about it. And so what I actually found was certain circumstances or events in life can cause stress, not just to your mind and your body, but also to your hair. And so much so that it causes like extensive damage, breaking and splitting of the ends and whatnot. Um, And everyone's hair already sheds, but it will cause excessive shedding because of all the breakage you know and if not properly clipped cut or pruned it can weigh your hair down and continue to cause more damage to your hair so what happens to our hair when we trim our dead ends great question you know so as weight is lifted it becomes replenished regaining healthiness and strength and re-stimulating growth. Oh, I love that part. That is just so good. That's so rich right there. Re-stimulating growth. What once was dead, what once was stuck, is now re-stimulated. And it's now growing. You see where I'm going with this? Um, You know, but there's something that you may not, or maybe that you may know that I never really thought about. You know, uh, but I did learn this in researching that this process also and this practice also takes place in gardening. Now, I've had plants and have tried several times to keep plants alive. I'm just going to be honest. And I do not have much of a green thumb. Or the last time I tried, I did not. <laughs> um. I either overwater or I don't water enough, you know. And so I thought those were the only two aspects to gardening. I thought that, like I just said, my plants would die because I would either overwater or not water them enough. But what I did not know, and I'm just being honest, I just learned this, guys. What I did not know is that the secret to helping plants thrive is called deadheading, which means as soon as any beautiful blooms, begin to wither, fade, or turn brown, they must be removed. And so you have to deadhead daily because the dead balloons, they sap the nutrition out and and strength from the core of the plant. You know, they basically suck the life out of it. They rob the flowers of energy that could be used for new growth. So it's basically the same process as we go through with our hair. You know, um, so 
if if the dead and debilitating weight is is properly plugged the stems will give gorgeous petals throughout the entire life of the plant y'all i did not know this am i the only one that just learned this it, it's just so amazing to me and y'all don't laugh at me <laughs> don't laugh at me <laughs> don't laugh at your girl um i'm definitely going to try again this spring and maybe uh put a few plants out just to see um you know just to try this out i'm gonna i'm gonna try to be more consistent you know and not only just water them and have them in the proper sunlight but also prune and just take out the dead pieces and really nurture and care for it and i'm gonna i'm gonna actually see where it goes um but in all of this research in all of this talk about hair and plants and nourishment and um growth and just it hit me isn't that the same as with life oh my goodness so what happens when we cut all of the dead and unhealthy weight from our lives would we too become replenished regain healthiness and strength and re-stimulate growth Oh my goodness, girls, this is so good right now. If you have to pause it to write that down, I'm not mad at you. Um, but yes, that's exactly what will happen. And it's so simple. I mean, it's just, that is so rich, guys. That's so good. So, so let's just think about this. We sometimes carry the weight of guilt in our lives, especially as women. Whether it be from the standpoint of motherhood, whether it be a daughter, a friend, a sister, a co-worker, a wife, any, anything. We, we carry a lot of guilt because we carry a lot of weight. Um, sometimes we carry other people's weight. That's, that's a very important um, statement to think about, really. Because sometimes as we're doing it, as we're carrying the unneeded weight, or unnecessary weight is actually um, the better word. We don't think about it while we're carrying it. Now, I'm not saying that we should not carry other people's weight. There are some people that God has assigned us to. But he will let you know that. Now, so, so we sometimes carry the weight of guilt in our lives and the weight of unforgiveness and sometimes we also carry the weight of unresolved problems. Now that we don't give a lot of thought to either. So when going, when talking about carrying the weight of guilt, just remember, just know that you are forgiven. Ask God for forgiveness and it is done. You know, Ephesians 1 and 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Grace, 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 y'all. We have grace. And there's no better word to compliment forgiveness than using grace. And so... When we're carrying around the weight of unforgiveness or the lack of unforgiveness, it 
may not be obvious that that's the case, but it can come in the form of anger, resentment, grudges, and bitterness. Um, all of those different emotions, so to speak. So we want to examine our lives and acknowledge these things and then learn to forgive and, and let it go. And I know that's easier said than done. It's easier said than done, but it's so necessary. It's very difficult to do, but for your sake, you need to do it. This dead weight, it can literally clock, uh, excuse me, cause us to stop growing in life. And that's when we become what we like to call stuck. Um, so that's very, very important that we learn to forgive. And so when we are talking about the unresolved problems, which is something that we really do not think about a lot, um, let's just ask ourselves these few questions here. You know, what attachments do we have in life? What personal ambitions and plans do we have that have not been surrendered to God, yet we keep chasing them? And you may not think of those as necessarily being unsolved problems, but if you really think about it, if we're pursuing ambitions and plans, and if we have attachments to our life that are not within the will of God or that have not been surrendered to God, it's basically going to be unresolved because we will feel like it's never accomplished. It will be an open door that is just, it's almost like being on a hamster wheel because this is not even what, you know, God hadn't planned for us in the first place, if I'm making sense. Um, so I want to reflect on Jeremiah 29 and 11. And this is one of my favorite verses. Um, and just because it's so true. And I have to remind myself as well um, also because, of course, I have plans and, and ambitions and things that I would like to do. But I have to make sure that I do not get ahead of what God has already laid out for me. If I say that I trust God, and if I surrender my life to him, then I have to, re I have to surrender my plans and ambitions to him as well. I can't surrender my life and trust in him to guide me. And I follow my own ambitions and plans. It does not work that way. So Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. And a future. And I think that's just, just so, so good right there. Um, some more questions that we can ask. What emotional baggage are you carrying with you? What, you know, or do you carry with you? What emotional baggage do you carry with you? You know, what unresolved problems are you walking around with? Going back to what we just talked about, you know, what is an issue that you constantly have, that you are constantly just carrying around with you, dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis that just for some reason is not budging? It's not being taken care of, you know? Um, 
Are you walking in self-doubt, anxiety, stress, fear, or maybe any other similar emotions? So once we actually deal with these emotions, we become free to grow, walk, and serve, or actually grow with, walk with, and serve God. I think that's just beautiful. I'm going to say it one more time just for myself. Once we deal with these emotions, we become free to grow with, walk with, and serve God. I think that's just so good because even now I still deal with emotions, obviously, because I'm a human being and I'm still breathing. Um, But before, before I found my freedom in Christ Jesus, I actually... I dealt with emotions or maybe I didn't deal with emotions is was my issue. Like my emotions were all over the place. I did not know how to deal with them. My emotions ruled my flesh. Like I was so emotional. My spirit man or woman, so to speak, the Holy Spirit within me was not stronger than my emotions at the time. I was so emotionally driven. Um, The least little thing that would be said would crush me. I was so sensitive. Um, I I just, everything hurt my feelings. Um, My self-esteem was at a zero, if not a negative. My anxiety was through the roof. I, um... I would have panic attacks to the point where it felt like a truck was sitting on my chest, guys. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Um, if you've ever had a panic attack, then you can, you can relate, and and you know that I'm I'm being quite transparent here. My stress and anxiety, even as a young child, was so high that I used to have seizures, like. I had seizures from the age of like four or five all the way up to like 18 years of age. Now, my my seizures did start off um, not because of stress, obviously because I was so young. The doctors have never 100% determined why I had seizures. Um, my mom did, and she took seizure medication as well um, while she was pregnant with me. And so there was a speculation that that could have been, but the different doctors have said different things. And so there's never been one consistent answer there. But um, as I got older, right up almost into my teen years, my stress and anxiety was through the roof and it was so bad that it would just, my seizures were so frequent because my anxiety and stress and worry just would trigger them. I would just worry myself into a seizure and it was so scary. Even when I did not think or know that I was anxious or worrying I would still be anxious and worrying and um, I would have seizures at school. I was in the marching band at school. I had a seizure going to the field and I woke up on the band bus. Um, I've had a seizure in the middle of Walmart, leaving the aisle with my mom to go grab a quick 
item off another aisle that we forgot and walking down the aisle alone and the next minute waking up surrounded by paramedics and um, nice bystanders that, you know, had had stayed with me until they found my mom and just so yeah that emotional baggage that we carry with us we may not even realize that we carry it so that's why doing a self-evaluation is very very important we really need to self-evaluate frequently to make sure that we're not carrying around too much unneeded unnecessary weight we have to learn to surrender our baggage to God as well. We have to learn to lay it at the cross, you know, and, you know, we're on, and I'm, you're not strong enough. We're not strong enough to carry it. And that's not to say that God, you know, makes any mistakes in creating us, but he made us that way on purpose. We were purposely made weak so that we can find our strength in him. And that's something that I had to learn. And I'm so glad I did, y'all. So this next scripture that I wanted to um, reference, Philippians 3, 13 and 14, states, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I love that. Basically he's saying don't look at what happened in the past. Look to the future. You know, remember what the ultimate goal for the prize is. You know? And so another question to ask is what relationships or acquaintances are you in that have become dead weight? If we're just going to be honest in our self-evaluation, let's just think about that. You know, if there are any, and there may not be, but if there are, like that plant, if they're not pruned correctly, it's going to suck the life out of you. And I've had that happen. Um, Well, obviously not the life out of me because I'm still here, (laughs) but you get what I'm saying, you know. And are you, another question is, are you focused on being pleasing to that relationship or pleasing to God. And if trying to please that relationship, is it working? So I just want to challenge you to know when seasons in your life are over. Stop trying to save and revive what is not in God's will for you. God is taking you places that, you know, that not everyone is called to go. And it's painful sometimes, especially when it's someone or something that you may have had years of history with, but just like your hair and plants that I've learned, you know, if you're going to grow, you must cut off the dead ends. So all the weight you're carrying is weighing you down, stunning your growth, basically, is is what um, the takeaway for this episode is. All the weight that you are carrying is weighing you down and stunning your growth. It's often recommended um, that you trim your hair every three to four months or 12 to six weeks to keep your hair healthy and strong. 
and I may be off on the, the time frames there just because I'm, you know, I no longer do hair, so to speak. So I haven't, that may have changed now in 2022. So do not quote me on that. And if I am incorrect, I do apologize, but you get the gist of it. You know, we should trim our hair every so often to keep it healthy and strong. And so let's try making an effort to routinely trim off the damage of our life. That's so good. So get rid of those dead ends. Reclaim and replenish the healthy and growing life that God has for you. And that's it. That's the message. (laughs) And y'all, I thoroughly enjoyed this message today, this episode today. I love hair. I love changing my hair up, but more than anything, I love it being healthy. And that's the same thing that I want for your life. I want you to love your life. I want you to love the way your life is and everything that your life is about and has come to be. But most importantly, I want your life to be healthy and growing in Jesus. Healthy and growing and prospering for all that God has for you. You know, and I just, I really pray that you enjoyed this message today. God really just touched my heart. To be honest with you, this is not the episode that I was going to actually, um, record for our second episode but you know God is in control here as with all things and when he laid this on my heart after I cut my hair off I was like oh my goodness this is perfect I've got to share it with my girls so I pray that this blessed you and if you enjoyed this episode please post your thoughts on your social media page whether it be Facebook Instagram even TikTok if you want to leave you know, a a personal video message of what you thought about this message. But make sure that when you post your thoughts, if you decide to, hashtag it with Jesus and my girls podcast so that I can see it. Um, And I'll I'll share that to um, my social media as well. I'm so glad that you all joined me today. I'm so glad that you're here. I can't wait for the next episode. And I pray that you all have such a wonderful month. Until next time, you all be blessed. I love you all. Hey, girls. Um, If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more information on my upcoming Christian Transformation and Breakthrough Coaching, events I'll be attending, or to visit our online store, visit thevinerevelations.com. That's T-H-A. V as in Victor, I-N-E, revelations.com. And don't forget while you're there to download your free gifts, 10 Truths to Remember, and your Lift a Sister Up Affirmation Journal and Devotional. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching Lift a Sister Up Network. If you would like to sow into my ministry, reach out to me via email or social media for opportunities to give and support. My email is Ashley at ashleythomasonline.com. Feel free to contact me to sew or for any questions concerning my upcoming coaching. My coaching socials are both 
on Instagram and Facebook as Breakthrough with Ashley. All one word. You can also follow the store at Divine Revelations both on Instagram and Facebook as well. Again, girls, I really enjoyed our time together today. And until next time, I pray, pray blessings, breakthrough, and overflow over your life, sweet friend. Love you. Talk to you later. Thank you.